This WebmasterRadio.fm program is made possible in part by the following. Today's forecast calls for 6 to 12 inches and temperatures will only be in the teens overnight, so bundle up and... Imagine, you're planning your end-of-year reports, planning for next year. What are you going to do to monetize more in 2011? We're going to have clear and sunny skies with a perfect day of weather for everyone coming to AFCON 2010. Warm up your marketing strategies this December in our winter oasis for affiliate marketers. AFCON 2010 Florida, December 8th through 10th at the Fairmont Turnberry Isle Resort in Aventura, Florida. Sign up now at AFCON2010.com. That's AFFCON2010.com. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Purse strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, senior principal at Carmichael Lynch Spong, as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. Webmaster Radio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Good afternoon. Welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan. Thanks so much for joining me today. You can catch Purse Strings right here every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. You'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country. The 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending. The woman. Well, first up, some great insights from an article that I was recently reading. The author, Lisa Belkin, you may actually know her from her Motherload blog. She had an article in the October 24th issue of the New York Times Magazine. And if you haven't seen that, you need to get your hands on it. It's called The Women's Empowerment Issue. Now, I found it odd that the New York Times felt it needed a women's empowerment issue, but that's a whole other conversation for another day. Instead, though, I wanted to call out what I thought was some really brilliant uh, concepts by Ms. Belkin in her article called Calling Mr. Mom, Why Women Don't Have to Have It All Until Men Do Too. What's so interesting is she takes up the idea that until men can embrace that it's okay to take time off to care for children, to go on paternity leave, and to be the guy who handles the parent-teacher conference all alone if his wife is working, then women really won't be on equal footing. As Belkin points out, we make uh, 81 cents on the dollar despite having more degrees than men, bringing in nearly half the household income, and in some cases bringing in the only income, and still we have only 3% of Fortune 500 CEOs. That's right. And when we're not on the clock at work, of course, we're on the clock at home taking care of the household chores and the kids. Now, the point Belkin is seeking to make here is that the home has to change into a more gender-neutral area for women to make really significant gains not only at home, but in the workforce. She shared a great stat that the percentage of dads in dual-income households who say they suffer work-family conflict has risen to 59% from 35% in 1977. Flex policies go unused by men. Now, California is one of two states that provide paid paternity leave for both parents. And get this, only 26% of new dads take advantage of it. 
Now, the Swedes have accomplished the impossible, but it took them 35 years, but they've actually done it. Belkin says 80% of Swedish men take their entire 480-day leave. Yes, that's right, 480-day leave when the baby comes. They have until the kid is age 8 to use it all. And she says parental leave has transformed in Sweden to be a financial decision, something every parent does, and a way to maximize the benefits available to families there. So expectations have been changed, and therefore, their behavior did too. So men, keep that in mind. Change your life. You'll change the life of your spouse, both at home and at work. I found that just to be brilliant and wanted to share that with you. Well, our purse profile today is the Prada Professional. It's a woman, of course, committed to her career, but trying to achieve some work-life balance, aren't we all? After spending so much energy on the job, she's 36 years old, college grad, married with kids, employed full-time, making more than 75000 a year. Uh, keeps her eye to the fashion world, uh, really values those relationships because she doesn't have a ton of time to spend on them. You know, she says that she makes practical purchases. Um, she shops at different stores for the best price. She considers herself to be a workaholic, but at the same time, loves spending some time with her family at home. And home is incredibly important to who she is. She's shopping at Neiman Marcus, Nordstrom, Pottery Barn, Crate and Barrel, and Target. Um, she's also reading magazines and viewing cable and TV network uh, programming for entertainment, but gets her information mainly online. So magazines like Real Simple, Harper's Bazaar, In Style Shape, uh, Cooking Light, and Martha Stewart Living are all important to her. She's watching E, Food Network, Fine Living, Discovery, Health Channel, and TBS. Well, my guest for this program is all about the life and strife of working women. Carol Evans is the CEO and founder of Working Mother Media, home of Working Mother Magazine. She founded Working Mother Media back in 2001. And between Working Mother's 100 Best Companies list to their town halls and multicultural conferences, Carol and her team are making life better for the 26 million working moms in America and their families. And yes, Working Mother Media and Working Mother Magazine is celebrating quite the milestone, their silver anniversary, and Carol's going to tell us all about that, plus the results of a really fascinating report on working moms. More on that when Purse Rings returns in just a moment. Okay, time for something we can all relate to, shopping. Purse Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Hey, Joel Com here, and I want you to hear something. That's my ka-ching button, and it's the universal sound of success. Sounds good, doesn't it? How would you like to hear that ka-ching sound all the time? In my new book, Ka-ching, How to Run an Online Business That Pays and Pays, I lay out a strategy and a plan for you to create your own online success. Get your copy today at kachingbook.com, and I'll give you a ka-ching button for free. All the details are there at kachingbook.com. That's K-A-C-H-I-N-G book.com. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by EngineReady. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. 
From domains to digital marketing, social media to blogging, you can reach this broad audience by using what you're listening to right now. Reach the thousands of internet marketers that download and listen live to the premier on-air and on-demand podcast network, webmasterradio.fm, with the Internet Marketing Channel, featuring shows like The Joel Com Show, The WordPress Community Podcast, and more. Our ad campaigns are fully integrated with multiple avenues of exposure, from slick, effective 30-second commercials to detailed, informative 30-minute town hall meetings. Expose your products and services to listeners and podcasters of not just shows like Market Edge and Domain Masters, but anyone looking for ways to market their business with your product. Contact sales at webmasterradio.fm to find out more. CEO Coach, Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Culture and Business Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Well, welcome back to Purse Strings. Joining me now is Carol Evans, CEO and founder of Working Mother Media, home of Working Mother Magazine. Carol, welcome back to the program. Thank you, Maria. Glad to be back. Thrilled to have you. You know, last time um, you were here, we were talking about, uh, at the time, a new research project that you were fielding. And now the findings are out on that project called What Moms Think, the Working Mother Report. But before we get to the results, do me a favor and tell us why you wanted to... Um, to go after this specific topic right now? Well, we were so excited because it it is this year, the 25th anniversary of the Working Mother 100 Best Companies. And that, as you know... Oh, thank you. Silver anniversary. And also, it was the silver anniversary of my wedding, too, so I had a great fun time this year. (laughs) Good year for you. (laughs) Thank you. Yes, very good. But in, um, in, in regards to the survey, we wanted to spend some of our time during the anniversary year finding out how moms are thinking today and really kind of catch up on what is the latest ideas that might support women and support moms in the workplace. And so we sent out this huge survey, 4,600 people responded to our survey all across the country. But instead of just asking working mothers what they think, we asked men uh, who have kids, men who manage working mothers, women who don't have kids, uh, stay-at-home moms. We asked everybody across the board about their thoughts, and then we could compare and contrast how men and women uh, viewed working mothers' situation and came up with some very surprising and very interesting results. Oh, absolutely. You know, I thought it was fascinating that you did expand the snapshot beyond women. But also, I found it interesting that you talked to their managers and others that they actually work with. Why did you take it that far down the line? Because what we know that managers are critical to the success of, uh, of women and working mothers and minorities. Uh, how a manager treats an employee has more impact on their happiness or lack of happiness in the job than just about anything else. And companies know that if they can impact the manager um, and really train managers well, they can solve a lot of the problems that, uh, that working mothers have. And, and, and they also know, on the other side, that if they, can't, if they don't get to that manager and if that manager doesn't do a good job of managing their working mother employees, those women are at risk for leaving the company. So we wanted to find out what managers think about working mothers and whether it mattered what type of manager that woman had. And what did you find out, Carol? Well, interestingly, we found out that um, managers who, men, male managers who had children had a very positive view of working mothers. 
Um, and, you know, I guess there's a logic to that, but it wasn't exactly what we were expecting. Uh, we, mm-hmm. I mean, it was interesting because, uh, let me just start over. What we found was that men who managed women, who, who managed working mothers, who had children themselves, were very supportive of working mothers as employees. And I think part of this is because the working dads know how much their wives, their, the mother of their children, get done in a day. And they know how capable they are. And they know what an incredible learning experience it is for these women to be moms. And so they transfer all that admiration of their own wives and their, you know, the mother of their children to the workforce and, um, and see that in the uh, working mothers who work for them. In fact, one thing was that men who had children had a more positive attitude towards working mothers' ability or willingness to take stretch assignments, to move across country for a job, than the working mothers themselves. (laughs) So that was very interesting (laughs) to us. (laughs) So I can just imagine this scenario. A working mom is sitting there saying to herself, well, I don't know if I really can move my family across the country. I don't know if I can take on more work at the office, more a big stretch assignment. And the and she's you know conflicted herself, but the male manager who has uh, has kids, he's looking at her and saying, "Yep, she can do it." I love that. I love that men are one of our biggest fans, don't you? And as I think about it too, you know, you mentioned a little bit earlier about managers having the number one impact on our overall happiness at work. I have to agree. I think the people that you work closest with and those who directly influence what you do every day. They are going to have the biggest say in your happiness. Now, granted, at the end of the day, we have to control our own happiness. I'm not saying that managers are in control yes. of everything about us, but I agree with you on that. And I, I did find it fascinating about the male um, influence and, and the male support. Uh, just, just fascinating to me. Now, you mentioned earlier you found some really surprising things about this project as a whole. I'm sure the male manager uh, and, and men being the hero was one of them, but what were the other surprises that you took away from this? Well, the biggest surprise for me was how uh, women felt differently about their lives depending on whether they thought of their job as a career path or as working primarily for financial reasons. That was, I think, the biggest finding, because what we found out was that in every area that we measured, and we measured a lot of areas, uh, women who thought of their job as a career instead of just as a job working for money were more satisfied with everything in their lives than the women who were working primarily for money. So, I mean, some of it's obvious, like, you know, their career prospects were, were, they were much more uh, positive about their career prospects. They were more positive and more satisfied with the match between their job interest and the work they do. Okay, so that makes sense. But look at other things. They were um, very much more satisfied with the the support that they received from their spouse or their partner. They were more satisfied with how at-home tasks are divided with their spouse or partner. Um, They were more uh, satisfied with the respect they receive at home. So here the women who are taking on dual roles feel better about their lives in general when they think of it as a career. They were also more positive about things that, um, that you know, don't really were surprising. Like they said, we asked them if their life was in balance. Women who, had, who looked at their job as a career felt their life was more in balance than women who looked at their job as working primarily for money. And um, important note here is that this was not just about 
um, the finances because we had women who were making $200,000 a year who thought of their job as just working for the money, and we had women who were making $30,000 a year who thought of their job as a career. So the takeaway from this for me, and the thing that's so exciting because it's applicable to all companies in the country, is that we, as employers of women, we can um, help foster satisfaction with, the, with their lives and a positive attitude about their lives by reinforcing this idea that you do and can have a career at whatever level you are in, our, in your company. So now I know I can go to my the women who work for me, and I can emphasize that there's a career path ahead of them, that they're working towards um, a long-term goal, that, they're, that will train them on stuff that they don't know yet, um, that will give them leadership development uh, ideas and concepts, and will treat them as, as if they have a career, and that is going to make them more satisfied. Isn't that fascinating? It is totally fascinating, and what I think is even more fascinating is the fact that it's a mindset that can be influenced not only by the woman herself and how she approaches her job, but by those around her, her managers, her employer, to say, no, this is a career. You do have opportunity. And to really be upfront about it, really, I think what comes out of this, and correct me if you're wrong, is that we need to communicate better more often have these meaningful conversations with our female employees. Am I right? Yes, that's exactly right. And also even in our families. For example, we could our if our husbands agree with us that we're having a career, that we're planning long term for a career, that could give us a lot of support at home to take into the job and think of ourselves as career women. Um, you know, if we tell our children that we're excited about our career, our daughters and sons can get excited about having a career, and that could affect them later in life. So this could have a, a real comprehensive effect all around. Yeah, well, I'll have to remind myself of that when I complain about my job in front of my kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when, yeah. don't complain about your job in front of your kids. Just talk about what a great career you're building. <laughs> That's exactly right. Word to the wise, Carol. Word to the wise. Well, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, I do want to talk a little bit about what improvements that uh, your study kind of showed that women have seen in the workplace that really have made a difference in their positive perspective about those careers that we just were talking about sure. when Purse Strings returns in just a moment. Okay, time for something we can all relate to, shopping. Purse Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. 
What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Well, sounds like you could use a link building report from SEOfox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. So you think you're pretty sly with that SEO Fox link building report. <laughs> sly like a fox. Get your link building report today at seofox.com. That's seofox.com. Jim Hedger and Dave Davies bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Webcology, Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And we're back. Joining me today is Carol Evans, CEO and founder of Working Mother Media, home of Working Mother Magazine. And we've been spending the first part of our discussion today talking about the findings out of a new project called What Moms Think, the Working Mother Report, in which uh, Working Mother Media went out to 4,600 people talking about work-life balance and other topics and really women's perceptions on their role in the workplace today and some fascinating results that we were just talking about. Uh, Probably the big aha moment for you, Carol, of course, was talking about how women who see that they have a career have much higher job satisfaction than those who are just trying to get a paycheck. And that kind of leads me to my next question is, you know, we have more women in the workplace than ever before. We have more women who are the single wage earners in their families than ever before. Huge economic downturn where women have kind of walked away in more control, I think, than the men. What improvements did your report kind of showcase um, that show that women, you know, they, they've seen some improvements in the workplace and it, and it has created a positive perception about their careers? Well, the biggest one is flexibility. Um, everywhere we go, including in this survey, you know, people, women tell us that flexibility is the key to their success because they don't want to give up on, on being a great mom. No, you know, nobody wants to be a mediocre mom. <laughs> and they also That's want. You know, and they also want to have uh, tremendous success in the office. They w- women really want to do good work. It's not so much about success as it is about doing really good work. And so they have these pressures between wanting to be a great mom and do really well at the office. And so flexibility is the answer to so many of their problems. Um, and that is one of the things that employers are embracing, uh, you know, at a tremendous rate for best companies. But still, flexibility is not widely available to working mothers around the country. So only 57% of, of all companies have some kind of flexibility arrangements for their employees. And, and yet, in survey after survey, including this one, we know that flexibility is what moms want. So, you know, there's, there's other other interests, too. I mean, I think that there's a tremendous, we, we saw a real need for moms and women to see that they are being paid fairly. Um, and as we all know, there's still a wage gap, but this issue of, um, of fair pay is a big one for, for working moms and for women in general. Uh, the other thing that they really want is they want to feel that there's a stable uh, work environment. And of course, in this day and age, that's tough, but, um, but women have lost their jobs at a much slower rate than men. 
you know, men have, have lost their jobs because of the industries that they're dominant in were the ones that were hit hardest by the recession. So women are finding that they do have career stability. They're keeping their jobs at a higher rate, and that's extremely important to them. Uh, but, boy, they're so concerned about that, um, that financial stability. There's oh, yeah, the pressure. That- the pressures are huge, Carol. And, and I'm just curious, how is she handling that? Because we all know women, and especially mothers, when they go home, they have another full-time job. What, what's been the fallout to her being kind of that single-wage owner? Oh, that's a big fallout. I think part of it is this whole issue of just very high levels of stress. Our health is suffering from, uh, you know, from the stress. And, and this is another big area that companies are paying attention to, which is health and wellness. Many, many companies that, that, that are really in the forefront of supporting women are, um, have really increased their health and wellness programs. You know, whether it's allowing women the flexibility to exercise on the job, you know, and to um, be, you know, to have really uh, heart-healthy food in their cafeterias, um, have stress reduction programs. We even saw companies this year on the 100 Best Companies list who um, started special programs for mortgage assistance because of the, uh, you know, the terrible uh, downturn in the housing market. So, you know, the companies are scrambling to put in pro- programs in place that will support these women who have so much on their plate, but still the number one thing that moms want is flexibility. Now, another area of the survey that we checked into along this line is the um, the whole issue of what happens when women out-earn their husbands. Uh-huh. And, you know, that, you know, this is a big area because um, today women are out-earning their husbands in many cases. And as you cited, first of all, there's lots of um, downturn. A lot of the downturn in the economy has uh, affected this and made women more likely to be either the sole breadwinner in the family or the primary breadwinner. So we went in there. We said, let's find out how this is affecting women. And what we found out was that there is a lot of ambiguity about this issue. So here's how it played out in the numbers. Women and men were, in theory, very supportive of, uh, of women in a, in a couple out earning their husbands. They all said, yeah, that's fine. That's great. In theory, this is a cool idea. If a woman is on a career path, makes more money than her husband, no problem. Both men and women felt strongly that this was fine. But when we actually pulled out responses from men where their wives did out-earn them, what we found was a high level of dissatisfaction with that situation. Mm-hmm. And when wives out-earned their husbands, they too were dissatisfied with the situation. Not as, not as dissatisfied as the men, but still not happy. They were wishing that their husbands could out-earn them. So here you have an interesting dichotomy. You have, um, in theory, everybody's all for it and thinks it's a great idea. Why not? And then for those couples that are actually living it, the reality is that it's in some ways causing them stress and difficulty in their marriage, in their own self-perceptions, in, uh, in their satisfaction with life. I know that that makes perfect sense, doesn't it? I mean, I think those are the challenges we have to kind of mitigate every day is is kind of those political challenges at home. And, and they do add extra stress. Absolutely. Um, 
But it sounds like that those of us who are managers in the workplace can help alleviate some of that with some of the things that, that you talked about, the, the flex time, um, the fair pay, trying to provide a stable environment. So there's, there are ways out there to support your, your female employees, um, especially in the areas that are going to matter to the most. You know, I, I'm always fascinated with your 100 best companies list. And as you mentioned, this is the, the 25th anniversary. Do you feel that some of these top companies are already doing a lot of these things well? They're, they're providing the fair, more fair pay, the, the flex time, the, the stable environment, all the support? Yes, they're doing enormous amounts of uh, support work for working mothers, way, way, way above the average company in this country. Um, they are head and shoulders above the rest, and you, can, you see it in the numbers where, you know, just take something simple like paid paternity leave, where most of the 100 best companies offer at least one week, sometimes two or three, of paid paternity leave, but in the country as a whole, only 13% of all companies offer this to to men. Now, if a man takes paternity leave, it's very helpful to the woman, not only because she gets some support during those first, uh, you know, months the baby is so little, but also because it helps the man to bond with the baby and to feel some sense of responsibility, uh, which then translates later in life to, you know, more co-parenting. So, you know, these the the 100 best companies are engaged in every area of support, health and wellness, child care, um, flexibility, uh, and, and even support for, uh, for women who have to take care of their elders, which is a big issue for uh, more senior women in the companies. Um, so they, they're head and shoulders above the rest, and every time they add a program, they do it because they know there's a return on investment by having satisfied um, happier employees who can be more productive on the job. And hopefully stay with them longer, right? <laughs> Turnover. Yes. It's a beast. Well, retention, it's a beast. Attraction, attraction of top talent is key in this era. Retention of talent. Even though jobs are being lost and, you know, there's so much uh, downturn in the economy, every company still wants to keep their best people. And the only way to keep your best people is to stay at the peak of performance to support them when time, when the chips are down. And we saw very little uh, backpedaling from the 100 best companies on the support that they give, which I was so proud of, especially on the 25th anniversary. Yeah, good for them. Good for them, people. If you don't know who they are, you want to go out and see that list, please do. I know you have it on yep. um, workingmother.com. Yes, if you go to workingmother.com slash best companies, you'll see all the 100 best companies uh, pop up to the top there. So, ladies, if you're out there looking for a best company to work work for and work with, you definitely want to check out that list. Before we leave today, I do want to talk, though, about your upcoming trip to China. You leave tomorrow. Tell us all about that. I'm very excited about going to China uh, because, first of all, I've never been there. And we have a wonderful week of events that we're hosting. The first day that we're there, we're going to be hosting an event for HR people in China to understand uh, and, and meet with people from America about what diversity and inclusion looks like in China. We're going to be talking about generational diversity, gender diversity, um, and all kinds of topics along that line. Then the next day we have 
a wonderful event. It is our Advancement of Women Conference in Beijing. We have 350 Chinese women who are coming to this event, and they'll be meeting with our coalition of about 30 women that we're taking over there. Um, and we're going to be talking about a wide range of topics, but the number one thing that the Chinese women wanted to talk about was work-life balance. So I guess, you know, it's no not very different all the way across the world. <laughs> I guess not. We all struggle with it. I just find it fascinating, though, that the Chinese want to talk about this. I just, yes. I wonder if it's because of kind of their westernization of their whole culture. What do you think? In some way. But they have, this, they have the one child uh, per couple rule that is applied pretty broadly in China. And so all of their concerns are focused on this one child. Uh, it makes them very uh, hyper about how that child is doing, and they want to give the child the best of everything. Um, and and so and everything is expensive in China for middle class families. So there's a lot of pressure on working mothers, just like in this country. In fact, I kept saying, "Are you sure you're not in New York?" <laughs> 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 but they're not. They're in China. And, yes, it is the modernization of the Chinese culture that is uh, creating this. But, you know, Chinese women have always been working mothers uh, for, for decades. They were way ahead of us in terms of uh, really utilizing the, the labor force of women and of moms in China. So this is, so being a working mother is not new. Um, but, and, and yet they still need to talk about work-life balance. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, I wish you the best of luck. Safe travels. Uh, enjoy the conference. Um, influence a lot of those Chinese women and try to provide them some work-life balance. Would you, Carol? <laughs> I will do my best, I promise. <laughs> thank you, Well, Maria. thank you so much for being on the show today. As always, we love having you. Just some great insight. And I hope for people listening today, you really take Carol's tips to heart because you want to be able to hang on to your female workforce. They're so vital to the success of your companies and some very clear-cut ways on how to do that. Carol, thank you. Thank you so much, Maria. And uh, for those of you who want to learn more, of course, go right to the site, workingmother.com. And thank you to George for another great show. Join me next week for another edition of Purse Strings right here, Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Until then, make it a great one. 